Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of ITM, Inner Thoughts Manifested. I'm your host, Noah Fields, and uh, sorry, guys, uh, this is an emotional day, but uh, we're, we're going to get through it. Um, so before we kind of get into the show, I just want to say I hope last week was filled with love, good energy, and positivity for everybody. Um, if it wasn't, then uh, just know this is a brand new week. And there's so much opportunity and good energy out there. You know, don't dwell on it. Um, see, I found myself starting to do that because last week work has been nothing but um, unnecessary drama. Right. And I know a lot of times us as workers, we want to be we want to know the tea. We want to know everything that's going on because we're so nosy and this, that and the other. But. If I've learned anything since turning 30, <laughs> just you grown. You gotta you gotta stay in your lane, you gotta stand up for what's right. Um so my thing is this I kept my opinions to myself because everybody's saying different stuff. And my thing is <clears throat> it's not even just a day shift versus night shift thing. It's literally people on day shift or like kind of mids and we're kind of clashing. So, um, <laughs> so based on what happened last week, um, I'm pretty sure we lost a good day shift person and I don't blame her for quitting. Uh, my thing is this, I do wish her nothing but the best. I think she's a very good kid. Like she's 17. She's going to be 18 in like a month or two. I don't remember. Uh, but like, she's a really good kid, you know, she's very mature, but at the end of the day, she's still a kid. You know what I mean? So I told her like, Hey, don't worry. It's Wendy's it's fast food and you're 17. Do you realize that your age group is what keeps these places going most of the time? <laughs> like everybody can like, think about it. When you get older, you don't really work nights anymore. Because you got kids, you got to pick them up from school and other things like that. And if you do work nights, you know, you're on a certain time schedule, right? <clears throat> I mean, you know, uh, given the exception of a few other situations. But no, I just told her I wish you had nothing but the best. And, you know, um, like I said, we didn't really talk outside of work. But like when we did work, you know, uh, I mean, she was quiet. She was shy. I mean, I forced her to talk because my thing is <laughs> if we're at work together, I'm going to make the best of it. I always make jokes. I'm always clowning around. I'm always like, hey, you know, and I try to keep the good vibes in that place because I do think that's what helps get by on a busy day. Like, the thing was, it started Tuesday, right? My thing is, like, why start on the first day of my work week? <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, guys. But the thing was, we got busy then. Wednesday was a little better, but it was still kind of rough. And then we got to Thursday, and I was just like, oh, my God. I need this week to be over. And then Friday came, which Friday was actually a pretty smooth Friday. I mean, we had a bit of a bump, rocky start um, because we were switching over from breakfast to lunch, and people just kept coming, and, like, half the signs were flipped, and like, we're trying to, like, you know, because we just got busy. Um but once we got once we like found our rhythm and calmed down a bit, it it worked itself out. Um, but then came Saturday, which was another rough day, and I'm just like, man. I I understand 
we are all as people are going to have a rough um week rough day here and there um but <laughs> my thing is like damn the whole week <laughs> my whole work week was like uh don't get me wrong i got my 40 hours my thing my problem was there's one there's like two things our store manager does that i just do not agree with and i'm never going to agree with that i'm listen um <laughs> I'm not going to put too much out there because like I said, he's a cool guy. Like I don't have a problem personally. I, this is just me from looking in. So here's the thing. Now we know most places stop selling breakfast at 1030 in the morning. Right. I, I think Taco Bell might do 11, but I can't remember. But the point is around 1030, everybody switches over to lunch. Now I felt like that's a universal thing. Like for instance, if someone throws the middle finger, no, that's not a good gesture. <laughs> I mean, for the, in most cases, I mean, if you're at work and you're clowning and laughing, I mean, okay. Um, but we all know, like, y'all get what I'm saying. So, um, if a customer came at like nine in the morning and wanted like a double cheeseburger, we're supposed to make that. I'm like, bro, I'm not about to keep switching this grill over. I know it don't take much to do it, right, for the temperature wise and stuff. But my thing is like this. Um, why? We're not set for lunch. Like, if that's the case, then all it takes is me coming through and doing that and then telling all my friends. And then I guarantee you, look, I will pay people to drive, get in their cars and come to Wendy's on like a Monday and literally order nothing but lunch. Like, I'm just that petty of a person. But my thing is, this, that's just, that's how things start, you know? You do something for one person and then you do it for everybody. So I don't know that. And I also think the way he's handling certain situations at work is not really like a GM thing. Okay. Now I have never been a general manager ever. Okay. <laughs> so I imagine it's a whole nother level, but I feel like I would have, I would do pretty decent. Like I have assistant manager. Um, assistant manager experience. I have that. And I have a lot of management experience in retail and fast food. And now that I'm just a regular person looking in, I'm like, yeah. Um, and I'm older and more mature. It, I, I see, I see things in a whole different perspective. So hopefully things can go back to like being less tense at work. But it, like I said, it starts with the head, it starts with the head of the table. It starts with like your management, like they have to set standard. They have to, you know, but needless to say, <laughs> that stressful week, uh, it's over. This is a brand new week. So yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry guys. I didn't realize we were going on almost 10 minutes. Uh, I meant for that to be like a three minute, uh, thing, but there you have it. Um, that's how my week was, but, um, I still had, I still like, I'm doing better of, like, not bringing work home with me. Like, I just remember just leave it at work. Like, the moment you clock out, it's it's over. It's done. You go on break. You don't have to think about it. Uh, <laughs> you know. So, I'm back to doing that, which is really healthy. Um, Aaron's been supportive, especially because um, this month, like I said, it's emotional today, um, especially. So, first off, um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. <coughs> um and let me say this, if you, if your mom is here, 
do do something for her. Something nice. Not nothing generic. Just like of course you want to go out to eat. That's what people do. It's a nice occasion, right? Um but my thing is like buy her a gift. Buy her a type of gift that she wouldn't expect. Like, I tell you what, I tell you I tell you a story about my mom. So, um one year, um I forgot what it was. It was for my parents' anniversary, because my parents were married for almost thirty years. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, my sister and I, which I say us, but like, you know, with her being an older sibling and she was, she's always been very organized and like, you know, she doesn't procrastinate, like she's on it. So, <clears throat> um, so my sister <laughs> set it up to where we would send our parents to a, um, vacation in the Bahamas, I believe. And we had an anniversary party for them over at my aunt's house. And, and like I said, it was a good time, you know. Now, keep in mind, my mom has never been on a plane, okay? Now, now that I think about it, <laughs> it makes sense. So, I don't know. We, we sent it to the Bahamas. And, like, she had a good time, right? It was just the plane. And I think at one point, it, it was like thunderstorming and stuff. And like my dad's cool, calm, collective, right? Because, <laughs> you know, my dad's flown before. My dad's <laughs> been around. Uh, and he, um, <laughs> I don't know. He was just trying to calm my mom down. And it just did not work out. It did. Uh, yeah. So, like, other than that, my mom had a little freak out on the plane, which I don't blame her because I'm not a big plane person either. Uh, I have only been on a plane one time, and that was for my 21st. So, so my, my dumbass thought that we were going to drive to Vegas or take a bus or something. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, it'd be cool. Um, cause my dad was like, Hey, like I'm taking you to Vegas. And I was like, all right, bet, you know, um, the one thing I don't like about Nevada, it, it, it was like a whole three hours behind. Uh, the thing was when people in Kentucky were texting me and calling me saying, happy birthday, you take a shot. It's like, it what is midnight there. It's only nine o'clock here. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I still got three hours before I turn 21 in Vegas, but technically, I, but you know, I had some people buy me some drinks and it was cool. But <laughs> no, I say this, say this, like I've never been on a plane. So, so the, the check-in, you know, when you're like going through, like it, that wasn't bad. Uh, getting on the plane wasn't bad. It was. It started to take off, and like when it starts going up in the air, like I'm freaking out. Okay, uh, and my dad just looks at me and was like, "Ain't no point of freaking out. We in there." I said, "Really, Dad? That's what we doing?" Because <laughs> uh, you know, like this is normal to him. This this is easy for him. It's just his breathing. So <laughs> I'm freaking out. Now, when we get in the air, like when we're like you know, hey, we're, this is it, uh, we're as high as we're going to be flying, you know, boom, uh, I calmed down, and I was cool, and then landing, I didn't even know we were on the ground, okay, so I don't have a problem with landing, I, my thing is, like, getting in the air, so any tips would be greatly appreciated, because I'm pretty sure at some point, I'm going to have to start getting on planes and start accepting, I'm, I just can't or won't <laughs> drive at, to every single place, uh, I mean, maybe if I had a camper, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It was like, I, I still freak out. Cause my thing was the, f I had to take two planes to get to Vegas. I didn't know this cause I'm very, um, 
innocent when it comes to planes. So the first one, it went from uh, Kentucky to Colorado, and then we went from Colorado to, uh, to Vegas, and then we had the same thing back. Now, the thing about the Colorado plane, it was a little bit more sleek, and I don't know what happened, but it just took off like like it was Sonic, and it was fast. It took off, and I, I didn't I didn't have time to freak out before I knew it, I was already in the air. I was like, oh, that wasn't bad. Now, on the way back, it wasn't too bad, but I'm still, like, freaking out a little bit, and I have not been on a plane since. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I am definitely my mama's kid. I was going to put that out there. Um, but, yeah, guys, um, just just do something out of the ordinary. <coughs> um, honestly, I don't know what I would do for my mom this year. I mean, it's been so many Mother's Days without her physically. Uh, I don't know. I think I might have just stay in and order some Chinese or something. Uh, but, yeah. So, um, I want to take this moment to thank my mom for everything she has done for me. Um, even when I couldn't see it. And I think that's just something us, when we're younger, you know, we, we take things for granted because we think that everything's infinite. You know, we don't understand the concept of death or the concept of the value of a dollar or how much really goes into a home, a marriage, relationship, whatever it is, you know, we're just oblivious to it. <laughs> and then when we start exp- gaining these experiences, it's like, okay, you kind of start to understand. But then by the time you fully start getting it, you know, you realize, oh, shit, your parents are older, your grandparents are older, and you're you're just starting to learn things the hard way because, you know, we just didn't catch on. And that's not on us. You know, we're supposed to be kids. We're supposed to be young and dumb and live in life. Now, if you are applying yourself and, you know, those and I'm talking about the people that go to Harvard. I'm talking about the people who didn't waste their 20s and were into gym training and doing anything. Like, you know, I applaud that shit because, like, that's what I'm trying to do now, you know, is apply myself. And that's just, Yeah. <laughs> And I know there's an elephant in the room. I know y'all kind of wondering how I'm doing, uh, especially with um, this is the first Mother's Day without my grandmother. And I want y'all to know that, like I said before, I'm okay. Like, I started, um, I guess you can say a detox. Um, and the way I look at a detox is this. It's like you have to truly truly reflect on yourself and I say I say you give yourself at least an hour okay we're talking just one hour there's 24 hours in a day one hour of you know like literally what I did I turned my phone off I set a timer uh I just listened to music and I just you know I just kind of sat with myself like just taking a breath and I mean I guess in a way I did pray and meditate, but I just kind of sat there and just kind of breathed, you know, I didn't really focus on the prayer. I didn't really focus on like focus in my mind. I was just, just thinking of every thought that was in my head, breaking it down, no matter how long it took, reassuring myself. And then just, you know, I felt better because, you know, you kind of get everything out. And once you get everything out, you know. And I think that's what I do with my grandmother. I think she knew, she knows that I love her. Um, 
I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something about my uh, grandmother too. Um, <laughs> she made, she would always make this particular dish. Okay. Now, when I first had it, I was like, man, this is busting. Right. And she was like, oh, I'm glad you like it. And, I, and then it came to like, and then it became a tradition without me realizing it. That like, no matter what it was, if it was Thanksgiving and we were in, and if I was in town or, you know, or something going on, uh, she would get me, she would bring me some cornbread pudding and, uh, yeah, she would, she would always make it. And I, I don't know, like I asked her, uh, I think like one time I came to visit, she had already, she had an extra batch cause I told her that I was coming in in like a week. Um, and you know, uh, I try to call her, uh, I'd started like every Sunday or like two times a week or three. I don't know. Like I called her, I would call her randomly. Right. But I would always try to call at a decent time because I knew at a particular time she um, she eats dinner. I think it was like six o'clock. So I was like, well, I'm definitely going to call like I'm not calling at six after six o'clock. Right. Because like she's eating. She's probably winding down from her day. Like I'm going to give her her peace because, you know, so I would always call her kind of in the middle of the day. And I don't know. I would just chat with her, just talk with her, um, I think, for like 15 15, 20 minutes. Um, she'd ask how I was doing. I would tell her how work's going. Uh, she asked about Jacob and I would, uh, tell her how he was doing and, you know, things like that. So, uh, I asked how she was doing, how she was feeling like, and you know, <laughs> uh, and then a couple of things, like as we talked about stuff, uh, I could definitely tell that we saw eye to eye on a lot of things. So, um, you know, she actually accepted, uh, it was a big thing to me that she accepted uh, me for me because um, I'm sure, as we all know, coming out is already an obstacle because of the world we live in, right? But then when you're a man of color and coming out, it's like, oh, that's a double jeopardy, a double negative, and it's like, it shouldn't have to be that way, you know, but that's what it is. So, and all she said was, that wouldn't matter. I still love you. You're my grandchild, your family. Um, you know, and I was like, oh, um, because I also remember when, um, she called me one day and I was making like the final payment for my wedding, um, three years ago. And, uh, <laughs> She's like, hey, it's like, how's it going? I was like, oh, I'm doing well. She's like, uh, I'm actually on my way to make this last payment uh, for my wedding. And she said, oh, um, she's like, well, you sound happy. And I said, I said, yeah, uh, I am happy, you know, because I, at that time, I started to understand what marriage meant and what it means to find someone that you not only love, but that's going to challenge you and help you grow. And Aaron has definitely done that for me. So, um, I don't know. I, you know, I know some people be like, Oh, I don't know what I would do without this person. Like Aaron has said that to me before. He's like, I don't know what I'd do without you. And I said, you continue living your best life. <laughs> I mean, I'm just one person. He's like, no, 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 no. You are one of a kind. And I, and I was like, I cried because I was like, damn, um, here I am just trying to show you that like, I'm just a person and listen, I'm crazy. 
I'm reckless, but you know, I am trying and I will get this right because some things, whether people realize it or not, has started to come together for me. So, um, I don't know. It was just her just seeing how happy I was, um, or sound like me sounding happy. Like that made me happy. Like the fact that she accepted me. Um, and then this is like when I really knew that I was in love with Aaron, he actually, uh, when he met my grandparents, I said, Hey, um, because when it came to our relationship, um, it, we wasn't done in the traditional way. So, um, the wedding was coming up and it was like, well, shit, we got to start meeting each other's families. Basically, I'll be honest. And we went to Louisville and we spent time with my dad. I think we, I think we saw my sister in them, uh, that day. Also, but I know the biggest thing that I wanted to take Aaron down there for was to meet my grandparents and, um, they were up, they were good time. And, you know, we talked, um, and which reminds me, I need, I do need to give my grandfather a call. Um, but yeah, uh, the way they interacted, um, just, I don't know, just melted my heart. Um, now I will say though, my my grandmother did call Aaron a few other names other than his actual name at first. And, you know, I had to rub it in because, uh, I was like, yeah, Austin told my grandmother, uh, you know, what you were saying. And he looked at me, he's like, you're not funny. I said, "Mm, were you going to say something in front of my grandmother? He's like, nope. So, I don't know, just the banter and everything that just showed, like, wow, um, that means a lot because, you know, I'm big on family. And my thing is this, like, if you're going to be with me, um, you don't like, you know, my thing is, like, you don't have to like my family because I know some families are just, woof. Um, but you got to at least be respectful. You know, I think that's a lot of problems with some families. It's, it's not necessarily you have to be liked. It's not, it's just, you're just not respected and you're not heard. Like, you don't have to agree on every little thing. You don't have to comment on every little thing, you know, just like me at Wendy's. And like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep these points on full circle here. Um, I didn't bring my opinion about anything until a couple workers came to me and talked to me about it. And listen, you want to, you can talk to me about anything. Okay. I'm one of the most understanding people, even if I don't fully get it. You know what I mean? Like, like I tell, like I tell you guys all the time, um, I have neighbors in my apartment complex and they are poly. And then I don't have, um, a lot of poly friends and I don't really understand or get it. But the point is that doesn't mean that you can't talk to me about a problem. Cause I had one time, uh, they, they, they had asked for my advice on a situation and I didn't go lie. I just told them, I was like, um, that sounds like a lot. And I wish I could help you, but I don't have experience or know anybody who's really, you know, living this lifestyle. So I, I was like, I feel bad because like we're friends, we're building this friendship. And, I, and then they were like, no, no, well, that makes sense. It was more of, I just needed someone to listen, but I appreciate the effort. I said, Hey, like I said, you can talk to me about anything. Uh, I might not get it, but I am, uh, I will listen. 
Because like I said, you got two ears and one mouth for a reason. You're supposed to listen twice as much as you talk. So, um, yeah. But needless to say, um, my grandmother did get Aaron's name right. <laughs> and, you know, we were just chatting. Just having a good time, doing a lot of visits um, here and there. Um, I think we try to visit like once or twice a month. Uh, as as our lives kind of got busier since the wedding, but um, definitely um, the love was definitely felt, you know. Um, and I know she's probably smiling down, thinking, "Wow, that's how he remembers me. That's how he saw me." And I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." You know, um, it was just it was just something about my grandmother's energy that just. Mm, which, you know, now that I think about it, <laughs> I guess I guess that's where my good energy comes from, is my grandmother, if I had to say that. Um, now, not to take, any way, take anything away from my mom. My mom taught me the difference between a need and a want. And she taught me the way of not listening to anybody. Um, and here's my thing. If you don't know the difference between a need and a want, I would give you an example. Okay. So when it comes to shoes or brands, right, you want to wear these particular brands like Calvin's, American Eagle. You want to wear that brand. OK, my mom be like, listen, you want that, but you don't need that. What you need is clothes on your back and shoes on your feet. OK, you can go buy a pair of Levi's at Shoe Carnival for like 30 bucks and a decent pair because I, I did um, as opposed to paying like $200 shoes for like some LeBron or Kyrie's, you know what I mean? Uh, not to say that if you got it like that and it doesn't hurt you, it doesn't really affect you or you worked, I mean, obviously you worked hard to get to where you're at. You should enjoy it. You know, feel free. I'm not saying don't treat yourself. I'm just saying, make sure your priorities are in check. And I know that's what my mom pretty much instilled in me. Right. Um, and then one thing, <laughs> one thing she used to say, uh, my mom would be like, and this is like someone trying to like check her. Um, she'd be like, if you bring my mom, dad, or Jesus, you can't tell me nothing. And, and you know, I used to say it because I was like, man, uh, I think that was my mom's way of just being like, listen, okay, the only people who can say something to me is this triangle here, Okay. Mom on the left, dad on the right, Jesus at the very top. And, you know, as I got older, I was like, yeah, my mom was on to something. My mom had a fucking point. Because that's, that's how I feel. Like, you should never care what anybody thinks. You shouldn't care what anybody says. You know, even if you're just trying to get their approval or their recommendation for something, you know, you don't have to care. Uh like, I had one professor in college, and I cannot stand him. I couldn't stand him then, and I can't stand him now. And it's not as though, like, I held on to a grudge. It, my thing is this. Um, I've never met this person. We've, I've always been respectful in my emails. Like, um, he was the type of professor. Like, all his classes were online. And my thing is this. Like, a couple classes that I had to take, he was the only teacher. And I said, oh, my goodness, out of everybody at this school... He got to be the only one. You know what I mean? It was like too much of him because he'll give you the syllabus and then he doesn't really teach you. You pretty much do it yourself. And I'm like, bruh, <laughs> you're not teaching anything. Like you're not having a discussion. You're not. 
I mean, his assignments would be like so confusing and you want to make sure you do it right. So you send an email and be like, hey, I'm misunderstanding this part. Can you break this part down so I can make sure I'm doing this right? You know what I mean? And then he'll just like read your syllabus. And I'm like, bro, like, okay, so if I do this, if I do this the way I'm going to do it and then you fail me on this. I'm going to cuss you out because I came to you for help as a teacher. Like I thought my tuition was going to part of your paycheck and this, that, and the other, right? That's how I'm thinking as a college student. So I don't know. He just wasn't very helpful. And I was like, dude, I, I need your help. I need you. You know, you're supposed to be a resource, bro. Like I'm not looking to grab beers and be your friend or, you know, come visit you when I graduate. I'm not, no, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's just a lot. So, um, yeah. Uh, and then like one thing he tried to tell me and I'm like, no, don't bother telling me now. Okay. I don't care. Get away from me. Uh, like I said, if you mean my mom, dad or Jesus can't tell me nothing. Uh, so I don't know. It's just like, I learned a lot from my mom, but those are like the biggest things I try to take, uh, as well as family. Um, because my mom was always, uh, making sure that, me and my sister are close. And we are close. Um, my mom was like this. She she was making sure that, hey, when it comes to family, you always make sure that you are close with your siblings. No matter what goes on in life, that you you know never close the bridge on each other. Okay? And then, obviously, you got your parents, you know, and then it's your grandparents. And my mom, was, I was like, you know, and then when it comes to, like, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, and everybody else... You know, you'll see them. You'll see them when you see them. You know what I'm saying? Like that'll come when the time's right. But you want to try to hold on to like your internal family. Like this was the core. And, you know, and I do believe I try to do that to the best of my ability. Um, because anytime I came to town, you know, like if I had the extra time and I would try my best to make sure I had the extra time. But like I would see what my sister's doing. And, you know, we probably stopped by and see her, my brother-in-law, my nephew, um, for a little bit. And then, you know, we'll stop by my dad's house, check on him. And, uh, we would go to my grandparents and, you know, check on them, see them. And, uh, of course we go to the cemetery and I pay my respects to my mom. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's just, uh, that's just kind of the person I was, right. It was just like, I'm, I didn't, point is I didn't really go out of my way to see my cousins like when it came to Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter like if we were in the same town or we all you know what I mean we get together right um but you know you stay in touch and you see what's going on and you know and that's how it was uh like like you know how if you start dating somebody you know they have to understand your parents are the most important people in your life right um, because for a long time, your parents are going to be the number one man or woman in your life. And then you start, then you start dating and it's like, okay, you get that engagement. It's like, okay, now we're taking the steps because you will now be the, now you will be the priority. And that's kind of how I told Aaron. I said, like, you're my priority. And when we have kids, um, they're going to be my priority. Cause like, you know, Aaron's no longer going to be the most important person. Like it's my kids. And, I don't know. That's just kind of the type of thinking that I took from growing up and seeing my parents and seeing, uh, the way I took the way things mom taught me. Uh, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like I, I think it's pretty solid. I mean, just because my, 
attention has shifted, does that make um, you less of a priority? It just means that I have enough faith and I know you don't need me anymore. Like, this is the... Mm, I don't know. It's like, this is the next generation. You know, like Demon Slayer, right? Like, the Hashira can team up all they want, but it's like, listen, I need to protect this next generation. You know? Um, and now Tanjiro's doing his thing, and yes, I am finally caught up on Demon Slayer. Thank you to my friends who let me borrow their Crunchyroll account. Um, but yeah, guys, that's just kind of where I'm at uh, for Mother's Day. Um, they didn't mean to kind of ramble, but this is more of a personal dedication to my mom and to my grandmother. And, yeah. And just to show that although they are not here physically, I do feel their love. I do feel their energy. And that I am entirely grateful and will always be grateful. I will carry on the legacy and the good energy by any means necessary. Um, I will make it to the 30 plus years of marriage. I mean, hell, in a couple months, it'll be officially three years. And yeah, so I think the way my family um, raised me was right. And I'm so glad that I'm finally starting to get it. Um, because it's important to get it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, do something special for your mom. Call her, text her, FaceTime. Um, buy her tickets to a comedy show. Like, you know, just, just something different. Um, you know, little thing. It's the little things that make the biggest impact, you know. So um, that's, about, that's about it. Now, let me just leave y'all with a piece of advice. If your mom is still here and you are at um, what's in, um, look, I understand if you walk away and for your peace. I'm all for that. My thing, my thing is this. Do not close that bridge on your mom. Okay. Now, oh, and now if you're like, oh, she has to pay a toll or something like, come on now. That's your mama. Like, you're not going to do that to your mama. Uh, now, if you need space and things like that, by all means, take some space. But remember that she is your mama and that she did the best she could. Given circumstances, yeah, she probably didn't make the best choices, but what mother did. Okay? Parenthood, hell, motherhood is not easy. Okay? Now, I am not a parent yet, so I don't understand. The closest thing I have to kids is, like, literally my nephew. And he just graduated fifth grade. He's growing up so fast. But you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing I wouldn't do for my nephew. I mean, you know, it's my nephew. <laughs> but when it's your child, it's a whole nother ball game, and I understand that. So uh, my challenge is to you is just to kind of let your mom have her day, right? Be nice. Be respectful. And, you know, just say thank you. Um, um, I do hope that if you all are at odds ends with your moms, that you are able to come together and just, you know, kind of move forward and begin healing and 
like I said, I don't know your story. I don't know the details and I don't need to know the details. But again, I am an open book. I am um, here and ready to listen at any time. I don't I don't believe in forcing people to talk. I believe they'll come to you when they're ready. Um, because sometimes we just need a moment to process our thoughts and our emotions. We keep thinking, that, hey, man, you need to talk to somebody. It's like, look, man, I'm not ready. Like, I need a minute. And, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, same thing for your grandmothers. Like, recognize the important women in your life. Okay? Your grandmothers, uh, your parent, your mom, your wife, uh, you know, something. You know, show your kids um, how, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's like you have to just pretty much lead by example. And I think that's what's wrong with a lot of this world. And we'll talk about those issues next week because today we're not, today we're just going to focus on having a wonderful mother's day and just, you know, getting many petties and, um, I don't know, just, I don't know what, I don't know what the other, like, I don't know what else you really do. You know what I mean? I know that you probably get a manicure and pedicure might get, you know what I'm saying? Your hair, you can't, ain't no way you're going to get your hair done today. You had to get that done at least Thursday, between Thursday and yesterday. Um, so between, I mean, you might go shopping. I didn't get some food, but like, what else are you going to do? I don't really know what else, like, there is to do genuinely. I mean, unless you go to the movies and like, I don't know, do certain stuff, but it's also Sunday. So there is the church crowd. So, um, there you have it, folks. <laughs> uh, this was my Mother's Day episode. Uh, I do hope you guys like it. I do hope you guys um, continue to show me the love, good energy, and positivity. And uh, um, I don't think it matters, but I just want to be clear that this was my dad's mom that recently passed. Uh, my mom's mom is doing well. I'm actually about to send her a text and say Happy Mother's Day. And as well as probably my sister and cousins and just wish them happy Mother's Day and, you know, tell them to enjoy their day. So, um, but that's it, folks. That's all the time we have. Um, I wanted to get this episode out early because I'm sure you guys probably won't be able to listen to this until probably tomorrow. Uh, but we'll see that. And I think I'm going to go to the gym for a little longer than usual for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, just wanted to say this. I hope your week is filled with love, good energy, and positivity. I want you guys to be the best versions of yourselves. Um, remember, you don't have to like your mom, but you need to respect her. Yeah, excuse me. You need to respect her. Um, you know, and just be grateful. Um, but yeah, guys, um, I'm Noah Fields. This is ITM, Inner Thoughts Manifested. Until next week, see you guys.